Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation with Lisa Marie. I'm so excited to have her here. Her and I have been in the same circle for a long time and yet still somehow have never really had a conversation. So we're going to get to know each other in today's conversation and dive down whatever rabbit hole we choose to go down. Thank you, Lisa, for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. This is um, pretty awesome. I've not really been interviewed in this kind of setting on um this platform. And so I'm totally digging it already. So thank you for having me. Love it. So tell me a little bit about you, what you do. I know you're an entrepreneur, but tell me more. Yes. So um, in addition to being an entrepreneur, I am also an author and a writer um, and a speaker, but my primary focus and the areas in which I uh, tend to work with individuals is in the areas of confidence and in strategic visibility. Mm. So many of my clients, they have the main thing in common is essentially that they're all passionate and purpose-driven, right? And what does that mean? It just means that they're sort of walking to the beat of their own drum. They're following that passion. They're following that divine guidance, wherever it's coming from. For me, it's God. For some people, it's source or mother earth or whatever. But they're they're in it so that they can not only make an income, but make an impact in the world and yeah. do it in a way that feels good to them, that feels authentic to them. And of course, everyone has issues with confidence. We know this across all different, you know, ethnicities, races, classes, gender. I mean, it doesn't matter. People struggle with confidence. Mm -hmm. So that is first and foremost what I tackle, right? Um, mm -hmm. With the background of psychology, I can't help but want to tackle these things. Mm -hmm. So confidence building is a piece of all the work I do. And then essentially when someone is feeling confident, then it's time to really get visible in their business. And so then we work on visibility strategies and that is everything from putting together your opt-ins and your funnels to getting published in Forbes or getting published, you know, on a podcast somewhere. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. Um, totally love it. Totally never planned for it. It, sort of just unfolded when I surrendered and let God take over. And here I am. I love that the surrendering and just letting God take the yeah. wheel, right? It's just, it's, For real. that's kind of how I ended up where I am too. And I had no idea when I, I actually just posted about this today. It's funny that we're having this conversation, but I remember as a kid being so self-conscious about how I looked, I had a really bad mm -hmm. underbite and I was nicknamed Chinny when I was a kid. And I just had all of this unworthiness around being visible. And I would hide behind my face or behind my hands all the time. I didn't want, I wouldn't speak up. I never used my voice. But I remember when I was like five years old, there's this picture of me on a stage and mm -hmm. I am just hamming it up. It is obvious that I belong on stage, but because of programming and that lack of confidence, I just struggled so much. And I'm 
so excited to announce them now on Amazon Prime because of those visibility and just doing what you love and leaning awesome. into that, right? So awesome. yeah, being visible is key if you wanna have impact, if you want to have that, if you wanna have that passionate business where you're lit up and excited, it takes the confidence, takes the visibility. Yeah, absolutely. And you really can't be visible unless you deal with those little gremlins inside your head that are telling you all the reasons why you're not good enough and you can't do it. And like you, you know, people see me now and they're like, oh, yeah, you're a confidence coach. Like nothing bothers you. And it's like, <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? Like I've gone through some shit in my life. Like yeah. growing up, I was totally self-conscious. I was always like the heavier kid in the class. Yeah. And even though I was athletic and stuff, like I played sports, I was athletic, I had friends, but I was so self-conscious of my body. And I was very much aware that I was not a size two or a size four when I was in high school. I was very aware of that. Mm -hmm. And yet people will see me now and they're like, I find that hard to believe that you were overweight. And I'm like, really? Because I can show you pictures. When I graduated college, I was close to 200 pounds. Like, people don't, they don't see the years of work that yeah. I've been putting into myself, mind, body, soul, spirit, all of it. There were times that I went through in my teens and 20s where I felt so low in my, in my self-worth and my self-esteem. Like, I didn't have any. And I was so anxious and so depressed at times, right, going through different periods that, and, and I say this jokingly, but it's true. It's like, I was so damn afraid of everything. I was afraid of my own shadow. Like I could scare myself just by like, if I saw something because I was in such like a ball of nerves. I was just wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to be perfect at everything. And I was very aware that my body was not the average like teenage girl with the bikini. Like I never wore a bikini a day in my life. I still won't wear a bikini and I'm like a hundred pounds less. It doesn't matter. Right. So I totally just wanted to throw that out there because I don't ever want people to think that I showed up born like this, <laughs> never went through anything. And I'm just still here. Absolutely. Yeah. We all walk this path and we all have a journey and that every single human on the planet has demons that they need to face. I mean, I that's feel like that's just part of being human and whatever those demons are, I just want all of our listeners to know you can face them. Absolutely. You Everybody can. can. Yeah. It's not easy. No, it's but not easy. you absolutely can. And it's more than you can. It's also that you must, right? Yes. Because if you don't, if you don't decide, right? And this is what I'm really big on. You have to make the conscious decision that you are no longer going to be a prisoner to the past, to mm -hmm. the people who have hurt you, to the things you may have done to hurt yourself. Yeah. You cannot allow those things, those people, those places, those events, those memories to haunt you and continue to make you feel like a piece of shit. Yes. You have got to make a decision that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve love. You deserve kindness and compassion. Mm -hmm. Yes, you need to do those things for other people, but you need to do them for yourself as well. You need and to do them for yourself first. That's exactly right. Yes. That's exactly right. And I have gone through periods, again, 14 years ago, 15 years ago, I was in my mid-20s. And I loathed myself 
And and I mean that. I mean looking mm. in the mirror and like smashing the mirror and being like, I effing hate you. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I don't think I've even shared that story with anybody ever, but it's, welcome to Rebel Radio. I know, right? You bring <laughs> up this like crazy side of me. You're gonna see this and be like, oh my God, she did that. Mm. Yeah, I did. We're yeah. real here. Yeah. Yeah, I was a scared, hurting kid. And I was angry at myself because I was depressed and I was anxious. And I thought I didn't have a right to be that way. I thought I was supposed to be working in the field that I went to school for. I thought that I was a loser and a failure because I couldn't cut it out there in the mental health community uh, you know, world where I was seeing you know, 45 patients a week and, and, and I was burning out like crazy. Mm -hmm. um, every night, like I, I just came home and I was more and more tired. I had nothing left to give. And yet these thoughts would sort of permeate like you're a loser, like you can't quit this job. Like, what's everybody going to think? Like, you're like, hello, like you're pathetic. Like, that's the shit that went through my head. Yeah. And when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and that's what you're hearing, you bet your ass you're going to punch the mirror because you don't yeah. even want to hear it anymore. Yeah. You know, and like I think about that and there's a part of me that feels sad when I look back on it mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, my God, I was just a kid. And I was so hard on myself. Mm -hmm. I was so hard on myself because if I saw that same girl today, I would wrap her in my arms mm -hmm. and I would say, Listen, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You're just a baby. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to have it all figured out. No one's going to give a shit if you don't take this job or not. <laughs> like, in the grand scheme of life, people that love you are not going to stop loving you because you don't follow the path you went to graduate school for. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, it's that whole piece of self-love really that yeah, it really comes it down is. to. Is, and that was one of my biggest pieces too, coming through drug addiction and alcoholism and abusive relationships and men telling me that I was a piece of shit. I had to stare at myself in the mirror and face those demons. And I, <laughs> the first time I said, I love you in the mirror was not easy. But it got easier and it got easier. And I noticed the other day I was brushing my teeth and looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, you're a freaking miracle. <laughs> and I got all cheesy. Listen, I have total chills running through my body right now. Mm. Everything you just said, that was a real like experience for me. Like I felt all that. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you. I know what you're saying when you get to a place in your life. Like I was getting ready for this, right? And I was just like in the mirror and just like putting on my eye makeup and not. And and I was like, you know what? I really like you. Like you're a good person. Right? Right? When and you change nothing, that inner narrative, your whole yeah. life changes. And it has nothing to do, nothing to do with being conceited or arrogant. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It has everything to do with unconditional self-love and radical self-acceptance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love this conversation so much. I do too. How do we not talk before this? <laughs> right? Well, divine timing. So with this whole conversation about this self-love and this self-appreciation, how has this supported you as being an entrepreneur? Yeah. So it's interesting. Becoming an entrepreneur has actually increased my confidence and increased my self-acceptance. And I think it's because for the first time ever, 
I was able to admit to myself and other people that I did not want to do mainstream. I didn't want to do status quo. Mm -hmm. I didn't want an eight to four, nine to five, bust my ass, get kind of job. I just (laughs) didn't want that. And I think if I'm kind of gauging it correctly, every time I did the normal standard thing, right? Mm -hmm. I went to graduate school twice. By the age of 26, I have two master's degrees. Oh my gosh. Never stopped going to school since I was in kindergarten. Wow. Scratch that. Nursery school. Wow. I was like three, turning 27, had never stopped going to school. It's like 24 freaking years of school. Wow. Okay. And every time I tried to keep proving myself in this way, get another degree, you know, get another this, do another that, get another this, do another that. I I would like hit these brick walls and fall apart. Mm-hmm. Right. So I didn't really want to become a public school teacher, but I got a master's in public school and teaching. And I went and got a job in a public school Right. and I felt burnt out. Similarly, I went and got a master's in psychology and took a position in a drug and alcohol detox facility, which is very difficult work. Yeah. And I'm the kind of person that loves with all my heart and soul and I cannot turn it off. But again, I thought there was something wrong with me. I didn't right. know it because I was an empath and a highly sensitive person. Nobody talks about that shit in grad school. Right. <laughs> we talk about transference and counter transference. And it's all done in this very like stiff upper body language. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do I do when I have someone in front of me whose heart is literally breaking and I can't do anything to fix yeah. it? And that's the kind of shit that I was up against. And so, of course... I was going to hit a brick wall and like, of course I was going to fall apart and have a nervous breakdown by the time I was like 27, 28 years old. Like, mm-hmm. uh, right. And so what I realized was that trying to force myself into a, like the square peg in the round hole thing, mm-hmm. that's where I hit all the obstacles in life. That's where I would get in my own way. That's where the little demons in your own head and your own little psyche would pop out because I was always trying to prove right to a boss or an administrator or a teacher or a professor or someone in a position of authority. Mm -hmm. And right now my only power of authority is God. So if I check in with God every day and I know I'm good, like I'm in alignment, like I'm doing what he wants me to do. I'm good. Like there's no pressure and it feels good and it feels effortless. Mm. Goosebumps. Love it. So good. So good. So for me, that's an indication that I'm doing the right thing now. Absolutely. Absolutely. My 20s and 30s were a shit show. Right. <laughs> I'm not I all do. in my 30s, probably around 35. I started to realize like yeah. I don't have to do the things that they, I don't even know who they are, right. tell me what to do. Like I don't have to do this regular job and get this degree and mm-hmm. all this shit I don't want to do. Yeah. Like Oh, okay then. Let I'll me try to do what I want. <laughs> yeah, and, and then that. like, oh, like the light just—you know. So I was about thirty-five when that happened. Absolutely. So this concept of self-mastery—it's like the definition of success. Nobody really knows what it means. So I'm curious what self-mastery is to you. Hmm. To me, self-mastery is the ability to fully express yourself 
as a human being, meaning it's okay to get angry. It's okay to get sad. It's okay to feel depressed. It's okay to feel nervous in the appropriate circumstances. It's okay to even have a pity party for yourself as long as you don't outwear your welcome and get stuck. Yes. That is the difference. It is not to pretend like you're always in a namaste and nothing ever bothers you. Some kittens and rainbows. Yeah, and there's a bubble around you and no one pisses you off and you never say anything that you know you may want to take back. Yeah. That by that to me is like the epitome of what we should not be pretending that we are. Mm-hmm. We are human. Yeah. Things are going to enrage us at times. They're going to make us upset at times. They're going to make us sad at times. The difference between the 20-year-old me, the 30-year-old me, who didn't have self-mastery, right? I would succumb to my emotion and feel paralyzed by the emotions. Mm -hmm. So I would have a panic attack on my way to grad school because I knew I had to be an exam or, you know, some kind of other I don't know, indicator of my intelligence coming up. And I would start to panic. And instead of saying, okay, time out, this is normal. Most people get a little nervous around tests. I would go, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Why are you feeling like this? What the hell? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And before you know it, now you're sweating, your heart is pounding. Now, if I'm in a situation where it's brand new and I'm a little bit nervous, I'm like, shit. I'm feeling a little bit nervous right now, but it's expected. This is brand new territory. I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect. My body and my mind are reacting as a normal human being (laughs) would react. And I'm not going to get overwhelmed Mm -hmm. by this feeling or this emotion. It's fleeting. It's not going to last forever. It's here. I might as well dance with it. Right. I can fight it. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to entertain it for too long. No. <laughs> but I'm going to feel it. Yeah. And that to me, it, this when you said self-mastery, the thing that you immediately thought of was emotion mm-hmm. and feelings. Because again, if we can't master those things, we're going to have a really hard time yeah. at life especially in the world we're living in, especially in the society we're living in. Absolutely. Which actually leads me to my next question, because in all of our current world circumstances, there is a lot of perceived chaos happening right now. And so I'm curious what you would share with our audience about what, what's going on, how you navigate it. What would be your advice? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, It's definitely a thinker. It's not something I can just kind of spit off. But I will tell you that for myself, I do safeguard myself in the sense that I am not going to torture myself and sit in front of a cable news network day and night and watch the same bullshit rhetoric every day. I don't care what side you're on. This is not about who's right, who's wrong, who's left, who's right. This is not at all that discussion. Yeah doesn't matter what side you're on but if you sit in front of a television all day or you sit in front of the internet all day and you're watching the same channel and the same rhetoric and the same bullshit that's just spewed out mm-hmm. it's going to affect you absolutely you don't, i don't care who you are it's going to affect you yeah. 
And so I make a conscientious decision that I don't watch the news. Doesn't mean I'm not an informed citizen. That's the other sort of like, it doesn't mean I don't understand what's happening in the world or I'm not doing my own research or reading articles or looking at you know various perspectives, listening to podcasts, listening to radio, things like that. Um, I do think there is, God, how do I say this? I know, I know it's like, you know, don't like censor yourself here, but like, <laughs> I feel like our society is in a big clusterfuck right now. Mm -hmm. It just, society is in a big clusterfuck. Um, I do believe that the media and politicians have a lot to do with that. Again, not saying who's right or wrong, not saying like, oh, if you're this, you're a jerk, or if you're that, yeah. you're a jerk. I feel like both sides are equally crazy and both have some legitimate things that they could bring to the table. I do know that, and I don't want to get all old school history because I do have a good degree in history, but like, <laughs> like, you know, Abraham, was it Abraham Lincoln? I think, I don't even know. What's I'm Canadian, so I don't really know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, <laughs> So like, I think it was Abraham Lincoln that said like a house divided amongst itself cannot survive. Mm -hmm. I think we well, could fact check that. I don't know. Who cares? Nobody fact checks anything anyway. No. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was something like that when he was referring to the civil war here in the United States year, you know, 200 years ago, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, and don't come at me and say it was, you know, 300 years, 175 years. You get my point, right? It was, you know. When when people are divided and they are afraid and they are consumed by the fear mm -hmm. and the anger and the misunderstanding and the frustration, and then you have the media, which is just like loving it, right? It's like, oh boy, we've got a lot of people watching us because we're just spewing off at the mouth. All the drama. All the drama, right? Yeah. I look at our current state of affairs as if we were all like in middle school. Like everybody is like all hormonal. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. Nobody knows what's happening with their bodies, their minds. Everybody's nuts. I'm serious. It's so true. Oh my school. I mean, yeah. I know you're Canadian, but I know you know what's happening in the yes. U.S. With I'm our fully election. aware of what's happening. Yeah. I'm like, are we serious? Like we have grown men calling each other like, I don't know, insulting each other, calling each other names. Like they're in fifth grade, sixth Very grade. Much. Yep, middle like, school. Want to take it out and back? Want to go, yeah, I want to go to the playground. Yeah, let's go to the playground. <laughs> Me too on the playground after school. It's like, shut <laughs> up. You can get some shit done. This, right. this is how I feel. Like, if you don't know how to manage what's going on, be honest with us. Mm -hmm. Please stop just like giving us a bunch of bullshit. Just be like, hey, listen, y'all, I'm trying, but I don't have a damn clue. Right. right? I would respect honest. that more. Yeah. Then people being like, no, this is the way that it needs to be. And this is the only way it needs to be. And my opponent is on the beep, right? It's like, don't do that. Just, just, it's unhelping. It's unhelping anybody. And I can tell you that I can tell you what I don't stand for. I don't, I don't at all tolerate discrimination, racism, sexism, uh, homophobia. Like those things are just not okay ever. Right. And so, and feel free to disagree. I don't, you know, again, disagreeing is okay. Yeah. It's what you do with it, right? Yes, if you're going to be mad and, and throw a firebomb through my window because I said that, well, then that's a problem. Yeah. 
like we can talk it out we can hash it out we don't have to like resort to extreme violence we don't have to resort to but the other thing too of course is you know i mean with COVID happening and again we can talk all day and night about that whether whatever you know is it that real is it not that real Who the hell <laughs> let's not go down that rabbit hole <laughs> nobody knows nobody yeah, knows you nobody listen knows. to one side and they're like oh my god this is the deadliest thing ever this is going to kill humanity you listen to another side and they're like oh you guys are all you know crackpots like you don't need any of this stuff you don't need a mask you don't need that you will drive yourself crazy so you have to be an independent thinker absolutely you and you have to be very aware of what you're focused on and what is it that you want to choose to think about correct yeah. you have to decide what's your truth not what is somebody feeding you right prime example i have uh, my grandma is still alive i love my grandma she is 92 years old she's still independent lives at home on her own just doesn't drive but that's it still mm -hmm. cooks still cleans still bathes all the stuff she can do from to her activities of daily life she is terrified terrified of covid mm. now, i'm not in a position to say that people should not take this seriously so don't anybody come at me and say that oh lisa marie Pepe said you don't have to wear a mask that's not what i said but I will tell you this, my grandmother is scared to death. Mm -hmm. Why? Because she sits in front of the television yeah. day and night. She listens to the side that tells her she should be deathly afraid. Yeah. And so whenever somebody comes to the house, it's okay, stay, stay back. Okay. Put a mask on. Stay. Mm -hmm. That to me, it, I understand we have to be careful. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying people that are compromised, people that are elderly. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be cautious. But to me, it's so sad to see that and to see people who are in a state of panic and a state of fear nonstop. Yeah, it's not even cool. just once in a while. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go out, you know, in public. Maybe I should wear this mask and be careful and not touch anything this is like your own family mm -hmm. and that to me is it's quite sad Absolutely. i can't give my grandmother a hug i haven't hugged my grandmother in eight months because oh, yeah. she won't let me that's so sad yeah and she'll go oh okay okay she'll just like tap me on the back as i'm like going out the door <laughs> i'm like okay yeah, it's it's creating disconnect absolutely it is and again you know we're not communicating with one another we're not talking about the things that really need to be talked about. We're skirting around them because everybody's afraid to talk about them. But in the meantime, there's a lot of destruction and chaos and fear and anger and animosity and boredom. And when you combine all those things, of course, people are going to turn on each other. It's like, and I do feel like the powers that be are like kind of just watching all of us like like puppeteers like oh look at all the little people fighting look at all the little people like hurting each other with their words with their fists like that it all comes back to the self-love piece really it does it does and yeah. i will tell you this i've often said and i will say this a thousand times even if it sounds crazy i believe that most of the atrocities in the world the sicknesses in the world, the illnesses in the world, the violence in the world, the discord, all of it really does come back to the individual. Absolutely. If we had more people 
who truly felt good about themselves and did not need to demean others in order to prove that they were worthy of love and acceptance and respect. We could eliminate a lot of unnecessary violence, chaos, war, famine, all of it. Absolutely. I feel like it's a bunch of scared children that never really grew up. Mm. And they're still out in the world trying to say like, hey, 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 look at me, 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 mom, 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 mom. mom, mom, mom. <laughs> I say that all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like oh that, honestly, what I feel like, like, I feel like there's people who, even our leaders, right, who are just like, like little boys that just never grew up and never got any affection or something like it's just, and then it, and then it escalates and then it's on a global scale, but now it's wars against countries. It's wars within countries. It's, I don't know. I feel like I'm not saying we all have to sit and sing Kumbaya, but I mean, if we all did a little bit more sort of deep diving, figuring out why we don't feel great about ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. figuring out where do we belong in the world? you know, yeah. like, where's our place? I think we'd be better off. Absolutely. Just my uh, Lisa, I could have this conversation with you for days. I want to thank you for being here on the show. And as always, we end Rebel Radio with the same question. What do you dream up for the world? <gasps> Ooh. World peace. No. Okay. So <laughs> I really, I do mean that in the sense that what do I really want for the world? I want for every human being to recognize that they are okay just as they are. Mm. And that they don't have to prove or show or fight to get the attention they need. I, I truly want every human being to just truly feel good about themselves yes. when they look in the mirror. Oh, so beautiful. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a thank pleasure. You. So much fun. I never use this little yard, what's this, yard goats? Yard <laughs> Stream yard. <laughs> we, you know why? We have a baseball team here. I think they're called the yard goats, which makes me laugh every time I say it. I'm like, yard goats. Yard goats. <laughs> like, why is this a baseball team, yard goats? What the hell is this? So when you said we were on this, I'm like, we're on yard goat? I don't know. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> I love it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction, and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.